Fiesta Pressure Points with your two creepy hosts. I'm D, and this is my underpaid medium, AJ. We're coming at you at Season 4, Episode 24, Strange Encounters. It's going to get a little bit odd this episode. So find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure, babies. Get ready. Isn't it always odd? Yeah, but this time, like, I like to kind of lead into the D's troubled backstory episodes with some some oddities. So, but we do need to talk about how odd. Also, your entire backstory is odd. Yeah, basically, uh, but we got to talk about the weird thing that happened like five minutes yeah, ago. Okay, like, so we we are planning a super weird episode. Uh, I'm gonna talk about some weird, some personal experiences that I just thought were odd that I told AJ. On Friday night, yeah, that uh, he turned while we were both cooked out of our minds and was like, "Wait a minute, there's something with this." So yeah, uh, this we'll, is a thing that yeah. happens. So we'll go we'll go further into that. But first, uh, he he and I are looking into doing like some streaming, some stuff for like Twitch gaming, whatever, because we're Just, fucking virgin yeah. losers, whatever. We play video games, so we were learning more about yeah. it. So I'm looking at like Twitch teams, right? And this... I'm eating a dot. This, uh, oh, it's going to get so visceral. Mm. Um, This team pops up and I was like, all right, like maybe I can click into their, their little website, see what it's about. And I click onto it and I'm connected to the, the TV we have in the studio. And all of a sudden, our intro starts playing. And I look at AJ, and I was like, are you playing that? Why are you playing our intro? And he looks at me, he's like, no. And I look at my screen, and it's their fucking channel. Their intro is our intro. And both of us just kind of paused. We were like, what the fuck is going on? It's a weird dude? synchronicity. It was, just, it was just really weird, uncomfortable timing because... While that was like while I was finding this shit, we we were on the phone with like uh, someone AJ knows for even more stories on like strange synchronicities, strange like stranger encounters. It's just weird, really, Fucking really weird. weird. But yeah. So how's how's your last week been? How's the the new job? New you gig? know, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Definitely, you know, going into corporate America is going to be weird. Oh yeah. But set schedule. It's yeah. not bad. It's a little exciting. bit more consistency in my life. Yeah, we we got a. a we had a nice Thursday, two p.m. beer on Thursday. Uh, a three p.m. Thursday beer it was <laughs> it was quite nice. Delightful. Nobody was playing pool yeah. except us. I got to see AJ in business casual. It was Ooh, really sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Turned I got to get some on. new khakis. Ooh, yeah. Just make sure they're assless. And husky. <laughs> husky. <laughs> and extra short. <laughs> yes. You gotta Hemmed find you gotta hand. find some new uh, khaki capris in cac, the in the cac, large cac women's freeze? In, cac freeze. Cac freeze also, how great is the word cac? Cac. It's hot. In the large lesbian section, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I only shop in the lesbian section at Walmart. <laughs> Oh, well, how was your how was your Independence Day, the shittiest holiday out of the year? Uh, I, I stayed with for six hours with my wife's family, six hours with my family, and it was exhausting. And he also woke up with me and my girlfriend in his home already. Yeah. We stayed the night. We had a little, little Bender. team sleepover. I mean, team sleepover. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, made some, some boingers. 
Made uh, some memories. Yeah, some terrible memories. Caught some troubled. hantus. Some troubled memories. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was good. I didn't do shit. I ghosted my mom. Acted like I was going to go camping with some, some buddies on a little road trip so that I didn't have to go to my family event. So, family, if you guys happen to be listening, which would be a miracle in and of itself, don't tell mom. <laughs> well, at the same time, didn't you also tell your girlfriend's family that you can't watch a dog because you guys were going to your family's You don't thing? know that. You, you don't I, know, you I don't love know it because it's definitely on both sides. You're yeah. both doing the same thing. Uh, not is not so much on Yours is more hers. extreme. Yeah, mine is more extreme where I'm just entirely distinct, distancing myself from my family. Hers is mostly just, oh, this is an inconvenient thing to do while we're going to be hung over tomorrow. Yeah, let's just not watch her dog all day. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so easy peasy. Totally understandable. But yeah, so... Um, so, so... Easy. Let's but... get into it. Like, uh, we were commenting me and my wife were commenting on friday night about how no matter how fucked up you get you you tend to you know look inward you go you go a little quiet and you kind of you don't move a lot you just kind of hibernate so uh yeah i it's because i become more self-aware as to what the fuck i'm doing and like how how much I'm speaking, and I'm I think more about what's coming out of my mouth. Whereas when a lot of other people drink or smoke, their filter goes away. Mine comes up, and it's like, hey, <laughs> let's let's think about our words first. Which maybe I should drink and smoke before we do podcast episodes. Fuck. Uh, no, you just fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, that oh. actually that reminds me. Real quick, quick interjection. Josh, I know you're listening. I know you miss me. I didn't mean to hurt you. But subscribe to the Patreon. We got 22 episodes on there. Just just for you, Josh. Yeah, Josh. Do it. We did this for you. $4, 20 bucks a month. I know you're you're rolling in cash. Do that. And then text me when you move down here because we can go hit the gym or hang out. Yeah, Josh. Go camping. Yeah, we miss you. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you more than AJ. Come back. That might be true. No. Come, come back to my arms, Josh. Come back home, Josh. Okay, okay, sorry. Let's keep going. So um, we started talking about one of the most, like, the time that D was the most stoned, which I am not going to start with that story. A little bit of a backstory. Back in 2013, I think I've mentioned I lived with uh, fucking hockey players. I had, like... I had just gotten out of a, a pretty really, sure that was just really, sloppy seconds. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty sure we no we haven't talked about it on the main show. So which is okay. Um, in 2013, I had gotten out of a really really fucking wild high school relationship, and I just kind of pressed reset on my life and started living with these guys that I worked with at Jimmy John's. Right. So, they played for the college, like the local college hockey team. It was my first time even getting into weed at that point. Um, and just told them my whole backstory and they were like, yo, this guy's fucking crazy, which I don't blame them. If it happened, like if somebody did the same thing to me now, I'd be like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? I wouldn't let them live in my house. Yeah. <laughs> so and I'm surprised it, they were so like, open. I had never smoked before and it was the first night I even stayed over there and they were like, uh, tell us about yourself. And I'm like, uh, just fucking <laughs> do this major rip. 
and just poured everything. I was like, oh, they want me to tell them everything about myself? You got it. Let me talk for the next three hours. No joke. That's exactly what happened. So got really close to these guys because uh, I had, like, closed out on my high school friends and shit. Like, it was just fresh start for, for me. So. Don't watch the TV. I know. I know I'll watch the TV. Um, so I get really close with these dudes, and two of them are brothers. And they're like, hey, you guys would love San Francisco and, uh, like, the San Jose, Northern California experience during Independence Day, oddly enough. Weird. So we make this plan to go out there for a week, and all of us are like, oh, dude, uh, there are deals going on at the dispensaries. We can get a bunch of weed and everything. Awesome. But at that time, dispensaries weren't open for everyone in in the county that we were in. It was just if you had a card, and one of my buddies had a card. Um, so we get out there. We're just getting fucking blunts and joints and like, like hash. It, it was just insane. All of the shit, like stuff that I had never even heard of. They're like, yo, we're going to get a glass. And I was like, oh my God, we're buying meth. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like, all of this was so fucking new to me because before it was just drugs were off the table. No way, Jose. Well, yeah, your fiance oh, yeah, she would was, never she let you do a drug. Nutcase. She locked up the ibuprofen. <laughs> Not that extreme, but she was nuts. She couldn't even take pills herself. Oh. I had to massage the throat. No, I'd have to like bullet those things down her throat. Oh. I had to throw them. Um, she was a she was a fucking baby. Um, so we go out there. We make this like overnight drive and get to. California. I meet uh, my roommate's parents. Well, I met their mom first. Super nice lady, but just kind of she. You could tell like she was just kind of fried. Like she was just weird, but really sweet. Oh man, I have so many fucking stories about this trip. I just remembered one. So she worked for a company where she would. She actually was a caretaker for these two kids that they were. 16 i think and i think i think they had als or something similar where like they could not do anything on their own Mm -hmm. which is great and props to her because it takes a really special person to do that but fuck my roommates for being like yo let's smoke out in the uh out in the hot tub (laughs) we're like yeah cool at at her so we stayed at their their aunt's place um, while they were on a vacation, I had a, we were squatting. Fuck if I know. So <laughs> we smoke out in their their hot tub, like shed, more or less. We get out. My buddy's mom calls him, and she goes, hey, come visit me at work. And I didn't know what she did at the time. I was like, all right, yeah, like let's fucking do this. Just red-eyed as fuck. <laughs> and um, we head over. We get to kind of like this weird, weird little house. Walk inside, and there are two kids just in wheelchairs, and I was like, "What? What the fuck? Like, what the <laughs> fuck did we walk into?" I'm There's, imagining the only places to sit D. are like the only place to sit is like, like in a folding chair between the two, and a folding chair next to one of them. And I was you like, "You could have just told him to scoot over, yeah, and right. sit hey, in their seat with them. Can you move that fucking chair, please?" No, no, to uh, sit in the wheelchair with him. Yeah. There's enough space in there. Mind if I take a seat? 
Um, and I mean, I hadn't really been exposed to a lot of this stuff yet. And I was just like, yo, what, where the fuck are we? What the fuck? And she's like, yeah, let's take these guys for a walk. And I was like, they're not animals. <laughs> I was just fucked up. So, oh, no. uh, we like roll these kids out of the, out of the house and we go down the street a little bit. And there was like this little shop that had Mexican food. We swing by over there and get stuff. And, um, it was just kind of this fucky ass trip. Like just weird shit would happen like this. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm a few days go by and we go to uh one of my friend well, my roommate's friend's place and he's throwing this big party. We're all out in the garage before anybody even gets there, and they've got this major fucking dab rig. If you don't want know what dab rigs are, imagine a bong. Um, but on the end of it, it's got what they call a titanium nail. And you put a torch to this fucker. I'd never seen this before. It looks so, like you're trying to cook meth. Oh, yeah. It looks like it looks weird as shit. And I mean, the stuff that you smoke with it, it looks like earwax or glass or whatever. And it's just like. It's weird. <laughs> just really, really synthesized. Not synthesized, but like it's just THC. It, it's fucking here. Yeah. Some Walter White shit. Heisenberg, you know. Um, so, this bong is like, I think it's like two feet, two feet long. And then it's got this nail out, and they've just got this fucking blowtorch just straight onto it. It lights up red, and they put this little bowl thing on there. You get, like, your little thing of earwax, and just touch it to the nail. It just immediately cooks it, smokes that shit. And it knocks your ass off. So, I had never done these before. And my buddies had kind of hyped me up beforehand. And they were like, hey, let's go out there. You need to try dabs. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Fucking six months of smoking under my belt. Yeah. And only on weekends at that. Um, So, I'm really new to all. And it's all shitty Utah weed. So, we get out there. And we sit down, they've got a hookah, and they've got this this rig. I watch my buddy do it, and he goes, okay, you got this, man. Like, you can do this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Fucking flips on the torch, and he goes, okay, here, hands me this little, like, toothpick-looking, like, metal toothpick with earwax on the end. And he goes, when I tell you to touch it to it and then push down on the, the uh, glass piece that'll, like, seal, I don't fucking know. Um, so, melt it, click the thing. Inhale, pop the bowl, whatever. And AJ, it, like, when I say it knocks your ass off, I'm pretty sure my ass got slapped so hard it fell out of the garage front door. Like, this shit flew across the room. I was stoned off my ass. Damn. So, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay. And it it sets in further and further and further as you go. So, or at least it did for me. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here, bro? <laughs> and I just have this fucking hookah in hand and just, and I'm just, just fucking smoking. I'm not doing like tricks and shit. I'm just smoking like a hundred cigarettes in two hours, <laughs> burning through this oh, shit. shit. And I realize I have to go to the bathroom. And so I turned to my buddy. I was like, hey, 
where where's the bathroom and he was like oh just go up the stairs from the garage you're gonna take the door on the right go past the laundry room stuff and it's at the end of that hall there's just a toilet on the right in my mind he handed me the most complicated treasure map (laughs) i've ever seen and i just look at him i was like okay (laughs) so i stand up and i walk to the door i walk up the stairs I get to the garage door, and I just look at the door handle, and I keep looking at it, and I keep standing there. I don't know how much time goes by, but all of a sudden I hear, yo, what, bro, you good? And I turn around, and my buddy's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And I look at the door handle, look at him, and I go, yo, I can't move my arms the same time I move my legs. <laughs> oh no. Everybody fucking busts up. They're like, oh my God, this dude's cooked. It's like, yeah. So they come open the door for me. I was like, thank you. <laughs> and I walk in, and immediately my brain is like, I left the treasure map in my brain at that table, and now I can't open the door to get back into the garage. My arms don't work. Standing. So I'm just like, like I. It was the most beautiful home I've ever been in. So, like, I walked past the door I was supposed to go into. This is supposed to be a through the door, take a right, take a right, you're done. I walk in. I'm, like, standing in this dude's kitchen, kind of looking around, just like, what the fuck? Like, this place is nice. This isn't a bathroom. Yeah. And so, finally, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I got to use a bathroom. So, my arms start working. I find the right door after a few different attempts looking in closets. (laughs) <laughs> and I walk in, and it looks like it's just a closed laundry room. And I was like, what the fuck is this, man? And I'm like, I don't need to do laundry. <laughs> and I'm like, like looking at the dryer and the washer and just totally fucking lost. Walk back out. Go back into the garage. Mind you, I've wandered for like 10 minutes. And I go, hey, where's the bathroom again? And everyone's like, dude, it's right fucking there. <laughs> so I turn around and I was like, I didn't see it. I walk into the laundry room. I take like two steps further and I can see the toilet there. I was like, oh. So <laughs> use the restroom and walk back out, go back out to the, the garage. And they're like, hey, we're, we're getting ready to dip out of here. Um, let's go say goodbye to the host. I have no idea where time went. I don't know how long I was fucking stoned just burning hookah. I'd assume it was like a good two hours just sitting with my brain, just sitting in stasis. It was just yeah, kicked up was on like, the couch. Yeah, like there's probably nothing happening. Um, so we we go back out the, the garage door, and to the right is the kitchen and like the huge, huge front room. To the left, you walk through this little like walkway. And there's a pool that half of it is outside, half of it is inside. But the part that it's inside, oh, fancy. you have, like, windows that are just completely open to this beautiful, like, little forest thing behind their place. And they've got, like, this little bridge that goes over. So if you went underwater or if you jump in the water inside, you can swim under this bridge and you're at the outside pool, right? Mm-hmm. So we walk through this glass door. Go say goodbye to, like, fucking Benny. For some reason, I'm like, oh, that's his name is Benny. Fuck if I know. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm just amazed I remember this trip at all. So we go say goodbye to Benny. He's like, yeah, peace out. He has, like, two girls that I didn't even see come in. Like, 
people were coming in through the garage. And I was like, who the fuck are these girls? Like, what the fuck? So we walk out. We walk over the bridge. And I get halfway up the bridge. And I'm like, I go, oh, yeah, there's the front door. I remember that. And I just turn and start walking forward. And luckily, my buddy just grabs my shirt. And he's like, D, what the fuck? Pulls me back. My dumbass almost just walks into like the deep end in their house. You would have died. I, I, you would have dreamt. Dude, you would have just kept I, breathing. I couldn't kick and swim at the same time. I'd be done. Like, no, you, you'd be. Yeah, you, I would you just, just keep sink. breathing. You take a deep breath. I just go. <gasps> oh, I'd gasp and just. That's it. That's how fucking D dies and ruins and ruins the whole party. Well, welcome back to visiting California. D dies. So. We oh a slight spoiler alert for this whole episode. D dies in the end. Yeah, yeah, that's what the show should have been named. <laughs> Dang it. Um, so, uh, I don't really remember what we did after. I do remember. Oh wait, I don't know if this was the same night, but one night we were just fucking baked. And I will, no. I will tell everybody, do not smoke and drive. I don't condone it. I I don't do it. I hate it. At the time, I was like. Like, I didn't have a car. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just riding with these dudes. So, like, they would smoke. We would drive and shit. But, like, don't don't get high and drive your car. PSA. Um, don't be that DSA. Yeah, DSA. Don't fucking. D- don't get high and drive your car. I hate that shit. Um, now, we were driving around. It might have been the same night. It might have been another. But I was, I was obsessed with, like. I was like, yo, I want to go to a fucking park. Like, I want to go to a... <laughs> and not just a park. I want to go to a playground. And my buddies turn and they go, we got the one for you. I was like, what? And they're like, they're like, yeah, we call it the disabled park. And I was like... <laughs> oh, no. I was like, did somebody break their neck there? Like, what the fuck happened to this place? We get there and the entire ground at the playground is just fucking foam. Like... It's like that mushy asphalt yeah. foams, foam stuff. So it feels like you're walking on a mattress, dude. It was the weirdest shit in the world. That would be so great. No bait. idea where that shit was. Like, it was it was night. It had to have been like 1 a.m. And we're just bouncing around to this fucking park in California. <laughs> Weird shit. Um, you were probably bouncing about an inch <laughs> off the ground, and it felt like you were on the moon. <laughs> yeah, dude, really, though. So I have uh, just a... Like one more story before we get into like, the rest of the where episode. we're really gonna go. Now, this is by far one of my most embarrassing moments, and I felt the most ashamed of myself. Which this? Yeah, based oh, on you've based done some on shameful my life, things. I've done some shameful things, but this was just so fucking embarrassing. So we're staying at their aunt and uncle's house, right? Mm-hmm. We had been smoking for fucking days at this point. We've been stoned all day. Um, and uh, the night before, we had parked at like a dentist office and hotboxed the car so bad that like I could, I was sitting in the back seat. This is like a, a car the size of your wife's, right? Mm-hmm. I could not see out the windshield. That's how thick this shit was. We had like two blunts and a pipe going all at once. Yeah. Windows rolled up like there was n- it was hefty. So I wake up and I'm like, yo, I have to shit. 
<laughs> Everybody else is asleep. No, I no. at that point, I mean, I had been waking up for work every day at like six a.m. So I'm kind of accustomed to waking up early. It's like seven a.m. I was like, all right, nobody else is awake. I'm good. I can do my thing and not be embarrassed when a bunch of twenty-one-year-old dudes come bang on the door. Yo, dude, what are you doing in there? It was. Mm-hmm. They were. We were all fucking idiots. So, go to the bathroom, do my business, flush the toilet. It doesn't flush. <laughs> Nothing happens. Are you at a park? No, I'm at their house. Oh, okay. I'm I'm in their their house. Ooh. And I'm like, oh no, but there's a plunger there, so I got it. I just start fucking going ham. Nothing's happening. Ooh. Nothing's going. I was like, what the fuck? These people are gone. Basically, like the owner of the house, her sister is who was like, yeah, y'all can stay here. Because she was just staying there for the time. But they knew we were going to be there. They didn't care. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? Like, this wasn't even crazy. Like, this wasn't anything. Mm -hmm. And so I'm in there for like 45 minutes plunging. And I'm like, oh, my God. You didn't grab the poop knife? Nothing's happening. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, So nothing's happening. And I'm kind of like at this point I'm hearing people wake up. They're they're getting stuff ready for breakfast. Bathroom doors closed and locked for like forty five minutes after these people are waking up, and I'm just in there fucking sweating, just plunging this <laughs> toilet. Mm. Nothing is happening, and I go to wash my hands. The sink isn't draining. Yeah, and I'm like, what, what the, f- what the okay, fuck? Okay, so there's a what bigger the issue going on in this house. So I go out and I grab my buddy, my roommate's mom. I was like, hey. I'm really embarrassed about this. So if you cannot say anything to anybody else, that would be great. But like, I think their piping is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my thought. It's not like I went to the bathroom and it's not flushing, and I don't really know. And the sink isn't draining. Yeah, there's something going on. So of course, I didn't pay attention to who was behind me, which was all of my fucking roommates. As I'm saying this shit, and they're like, "Oh my god." D blew up the fucking septic <laughs> tank. Oh my god! And I'm just, I'm just like, like son fuck. of a bitch. And and my roommate's mom was so nice. She was like, "Hey, leave him alone. He feels bad." And I'm like, "I didn't even do this. I just used the bathroom." So they have a a plumber come in while we were out and about that day, and we had gotten back, and my roommate's mom was like. She goes, oh, yeah, I guess they had this, like, major underlying problem with their pipes that, like, like roots were in there or something, and it was going to be, like, this fucking thousands of dollars to fix it. And my buddies are like, damn, D, what did you eat last night? And I'm just, like, fucking crying on the inside. I was like, why? Why couldn't have one person gone to the bathroom before me? It would have been them. It would have been them, man. Nope. You, you, no, you're the hero in this story. That's what everybody. You saved them thousands of dollars. The problem is nobody I went on that trip with saw it that way at all. I wouldn't have seen it that way. No, it was, it was the, the moral of the story was don't let D use your aunt and uncle's bathroom because he's going to blow that shit up apparently. So. (laughs) That's the worst feeling. So I, I forgot to tell you about this. But yesterday, meaning the day after we were up late drinking and smoking and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro tip. 
Oh. If you drank the night before, do oh. not take Benadryl. Oh. I totally forgot that there is like a lasting uh, interaction with alcohol and Benadryl. Yeah. Like even if it, it it had been like 14 hours or something since my last sip of alcohol. And before that, it's not like I got destroyed. Did you take, drink did you take a nap after we went no, to breakfast? No, no. I took it because I had really bad allergies. Oh. Like horrible allergies. Yeah, so I took okay. a Benadryl. And I'm driving to my wife's uh, family's place. And all of a sudden, I'm like, the world just kind of goes, and my arms get heavy and twitchy and really weird. And I'm like, everything's moving really slow. And I'm in in mid-conversation with my wife. And we're just talking, and I'm just like, okay, well, I can get there, but I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling really sick all of a sudden. Hey, baby, you <laughs> gotta drive there. And my my stomach got upset immediately. Like, uh, it was just tightening up as tight uh, as it can. Damn, and my dude. thighs tightened. And I'm oh. like, what is happening? <laughs> just, like, and, stomp on the gas. AJ, what are you doing? <laughs> no, we, we got there. It was only, like, a couple, like, a minute outside of their place. And I was like, I'm gonna stay in here. Can you go get me some water? Just tell them I'm not feeling Fuck. good. Because they, they, they don't have AC. What? Yeah, I know. That's another whole fucking topic. But Ugh. So I blast the AC. I lean my chair back as far as it can go. I'm sitting in there. And it feels like hours. Oh, and my wife comes back with a water minutes. bottle. And it had literally been her walking into in, the house and, and back out. She goes, hey, I just got to help my husband that's dying. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, this is fine. Jesus. Thank you for the water. She's like, if you need anything, you know, I'll come check on you, whatever. Did you just hang out in there the whole time you no, were there? No. Oh, so I, I, like, I hung nice. out in there for a long time. I drank my water bottle. I, I was in and out of sleep, like not a ton, just like I would I would get there and then I'd be awake and then, and I I was like, okay, I've probably been in here for like two hours. Like we it feels like it's time to go. The sun has moved. Yeah. And but but I I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I feel so much better. I feel yeah. I feel back to normal and I don't have allergies. So I'm like, oh, okay, perfect, I'm good. There you go. I stand up and I'm I'm a little I'm a little wibble wobble. Groggy. I was I was pretty much dizzy for the rest of the day, which Damn, was awful, dude. But I felt a lot better, so I walk in, and she was like, "Oh, I was about to come out and check on you." I'm like, "Why did you let me sleep for so long?" And I look at the clock, and it had been 15 minutes. <laughs> it was the weirdest experience oh, of my shit, life, dude. You even when I texted you last night, was like, "Hey, if you want to hop on," I was like, "Yo, something, something's up with AJ," because these are like really, really short, just poorly. Poorly worded text. I was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, dude, it sounds like I a don't. Damn. So, yeah, don't take Benadryl the day after you've been drinking. Oh, goddamn. Oh, and I, I had the Benadryl anxiety. Have you ever uh, had that? Yeah, dude, that's uh, the worst shit. Just makes you feel gross to be in your own body. Well, it's because you had the hangover anxiety on top of it where you're, like, just shaky. I was shaky. I wasn't hungover at all. I totally forgot about this because in the midst of me falling asleep and not, I was sitting there. Hands on the steering wheel, and I was just looking at my hand, and it was just doing this. It was just shaking, like, the, like DTs shaking, we, and I was like, I didn't even drink dude, that much. We drank, like, my girlfriend drank a ton that night. Was she sick? I mean, I knew she, she was sick, but she, she hung She threw over. up that morning, and she came back and laid down, and I was like, are you good? And she just starts fucking shaking, and I was like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I just need something. So I went, I stole some medicine from you. Oh, no, that's fine. It's um, fair game. But yeah, she was like, like, fucking... Yeah, we, okay, I say we didn't drink a lot, 
We drank a lot spread over quite a long time. Yeah, but, like, we made a pitcher of pina like coladas, a jug of blue Hawaiians. Yeah, it was a lot. It was wonderful. Those then, were still, those we, are great. Yeah. Worth it, though. Totally worth it. I'd do it again today. All right, so. Because I wasn't even hungover. Oh, dude. I, I didn't feel, we took a nap when I got back, but I wasn't like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, like, normally, my, like, my head hurts, my stomach hurts. Yeah, I Nothing. feel fine. I would do it tonight if yeah. you if you wanted to tonight. You want to just do it right now? No. 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 But let's I'll come back the, tonight. Let's bring the blender in. I, I, I have the fucking family thing. I gotta go to her family thing and get food first. Oh yeah, yeah. All I've food. had is like meat. Doritos. Oh yeah, and today. we had the meat sweats. Oh dude, it was good though. It was, it was good. so good. And then I, then I went and luckily her family doesn't listen to my podcast. Uh, the burgers at my place were so much better. They didn't even put salt. On the burgers at their place. I felt like I seasoned those ones okay. They you seasoned them pretty good. They were pretty good. Okay, good. I thought they turned out really well. I wanted to use more of that spicy salt, but I was like, nah, that would be too much. Hot salt. Hot salt. Yeah. yeah. All right, sorry. Okay, Brief so aside. back to California. That was that was a little segue. Um, but we, so we went there for the 4th of July in San Francisco. Um, we went to one of the really popular Piers, Pier 49? So, I don't know. So, we I don't know. This, like, they hold this big event at a pier in, uh, in San Francisco. And all of us, like, this is the first time I'd gone somewhere where they're like, oh, yeah, we can be drinking on the street. So, all of us have a 40 and all of <laughs> us have a blunt because everybody's fucking walking around with a blunt. So, like, we're smoking, we're drinking as we're walking, looking at booths and everything. And it, the sun's kind of getting lower and lower, and it's, like, right on the horizon. And my buddy says, hey, let's go over to the pier. We're going to – we'll smoke a blunt together. We'll hang out by the water where it's a little bit more quiet. We'll just take it easy before we find a place to sit for the fireworks, which were really cool, by the way. Um, it's two shows that are going off at the same time from, like, two different docks oh that's cool and so where we were sitting you could see like one close right above us and the same thing just a little bit lower it was sick so we wander over we sit down and um at this point i'd been stoned for most of the day and i would get paranoid if i were like in public like and i would just obviously get really forgetful like earlier that day we we went to like a little booth and i was trying on sunglasses and I put them up on my head to put my <laughs> own sunglasses back on and just stole sunglasses that were on my head and didn't realize it until an hour and a half later. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so um, I would get like just not fucked up about things. I would just kind of be like, hey, like we need to keep it down. Like yeah. we can't be too loud. Because this was so. You're trying to play it cool. Yeah, this is so like overplay it cool, too. Um, so new for me to be in public smoking while we're looking at police officers that are like, I don't give a shit, dude. So we're sitting on this dock. We found like this little bench to sit on and we're passing a blunt around and this boat has like pulled up next to us. And these dudes, older guys kind of get out. They're like unpacking a few things, kind of tying their boat up. And one of them comes out and he's asking us questions, just chatting with us. And my friends are still passing the blunt around. And then another one comes up and it gets to me. And I just kind of like, I just toss the blunt because I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What if these guys are feds? Like, I'm just like fucking panicking or whatever. Oh, God. 
Dork. And, and that was my, my favorite part of the story retelling, by the way, is you throwing the. I just, I just get rid of that shit. And my buddies are like, T, what the fuck? And I was like, these old guys. And they're like, yeah, old people fucking smoke too, dumbass. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and they, like, these guys are super nice. And one's all, oh, like, uh, are you guys from uh, San Francisco? And my, my buddies are like, no, we're from Fremont up here. Uh, my other buddies all, oh, yeah, I'm from fucking Kentucky. And I go, yeah, I'm from Utah. And they're like, oh, is that where you guys live? And we're like, yeah, we they go to school out there. I just work out there. Um, but, yeah, I'm from there. And the one dude looks at me, and he's like, oh, okay. And he goes, you're from Taylorsville, huh? And I was like, what? Because that's, yeah. that's where I was born and raised until I was seven. And then moved to small town shithole Utah. And... Like, I never really identified with Taylorsville, but I've always kind of felt like I would not be the same person if I hadn't moved. Like, small town Utah, my parents definitely did it for a reason. We kind of lived in, like, Taylorsville isn't the sketchiest place in Utah, but it's definitely not the nicest place. Mm -hmm. Um, Like... It's much more urban yeah, or city. Yeah, it was. It's close to the city, but it's also like way out there. It's close to if you know West Valley, Utah, which a lot of people do because they're always in the news because their police officers are fucking idiots. Yeah, they fucked up the Susan Powell case. Yeah, so that's why a lot of people know West Valley. Um, Taylorsville is right next to West Valley. A lot of influence from West Valley, like gangs and shit. Um, so my parents moved us out of there. And I've always kind of had, like, not a special place in my heart, but I'm like, yo, like, Taylorsville was cool. I didn't get to really be myself until I left high school when I was like, oh, yeah, the church fucking blows, which I think I would have come to that conclusion earlier. Yeah. So this guy calls out the fucking town that nobody knows of because when when you're in Utah and or even from out of Utah and you say, hey, Salt Lake. For, for me, that's like saying, oh, hey, this is L.A., and it's the encompassing area, right? Yeah, yeah. But they you, have all these sub-cities. Well, even, like, when we were getting to know each other, you never said no, Taylorsville's I, where no. you're from. It was your small-town shithole. Yeah. Because that's where you were raised. Yeah, like, I mean, You didn't tell people. Yeah, because I don't really—I had, like, three years of memory from Taylorsville. Yeah, exactly. You never tell people. No. Yeah, it's just not really my go-to for it. So this guy says it, and I'm just like— Yo, what the fuck? And I'm stoned off my ass. And I just, like, like turn to my buddies. It's like, oh, oh, what the fuck? What? Like, speechless, because I, I can't put anything together as to what the fuck just happened. <laughs> and they kind of talked to these guys. I don't know what they talked about for, oh, yeah, like, you were the, probably like focused on 15, 20 more seconds. And these guys kind of were like, all right, we're out of here. We'll see you later. And we're like, yeah, we're going to head back and find a place to sit. And we walk away, and I'm just like, what the fuck? We walk a little bit further, and I remember looking back and not seeing the guys anymore. Um, I, I assume they just got back into their boat or walked off somewhere else. And I was just totally fucked up about it the rest of the night. And, like, obviously we watched a fireworks show, other stuff happens, and I don't really think so much about it. But I have always looked back and back and just been like, that was by far the weirdest fucking encounter I've ever had. But, oh, good voice crack there. That was a solid. I'm going to loop that. Yeah. But I I have always kind of seen it as like, maybe I was just super cooked and didn't understand that 
these guys were like, oh, you're from Utah. And my brain somehow was just like, oh, he said Taylorsville. And I got so twisted about it. So I've always kind of been like, what the hell? So I'm telling AJ on Friday about everything that happened, that weird story. Because we're sitting here. We're playing this spooky game. And I go, yo, you guys want to hear some weird shit. And I told him about my most stoned experience. Um being a a paraplegic for for moments at a time in California. Yes. <laughs> and this comes up and AJ just goes, "I have a lot of information as to what that like what that phenomenon is." No, no, just that other stories of that as a phenomenon. Yeah. And I was just like something that I exists. was like, "Is that a thing?" and he kind of he goes, "Yes, but let's talk about it on the show because it would make for a good episode." So take it away, man. Like fucking teach me all the things after a really long, long, long introduction story. Episode. It's all right. Hopefully people like it. <clears throat> so I kind of just this morning, I was just perusing the Internet and, uh, you know, message a couple friends, a couple people I know saying, hey, you guys ever had anything like this? So I, I found a couple the first one that that kind of stood out to me uh, happened a couple of years ago. This but this lady. Um, let me see. I want to make sure I, I get the name. And most of these, I, I do switch the names around just to keep people private. Yeah. Um, but this one, the name actually plays a role. So this gal was in Vegas, you know, like just, just on the strip, I believe. And walking in the middle of the night. Well, not in the middle of the night. You know how you just kind of walk yeah, around yeah. a lot in Vegas at night. <laughs> I don't and, think uh, Vegas has a middle of the night. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so she she puts a dollar in one of the performers, the street performers' cups, and just kind of out and about, she hear, hears her name being called. And she's like, Cassie, Cassie. But uh, that's not her given name. That's like a nickname that only childhood friends or very close people, like not even family would call her Cassie. Oh, It was like okay. very close friends or childhood friends. Oh, okay. knew this name it's not on social media or anything like that yeah because that's a common like like if example. people call me d if someone were to call me d on the street i haven't shown my face i'd be like wait what the fuck like, yeah it's that weird. shit would weird me out so she she turns around after a couple of times of the person saying cassie cassie like hey i'm here uh she turns around and she's like oh it's probably a friend like crazy running into a friend here turns around and it's some homeless dude what just some older dude standing there. Uh, they make eye contact, and he smiles and says, Hi, Cassie. Oh, fuck. And then just stares at her. <laughs> Get out. And she starts to freak out, as you would, basically because nobody knows, n- knew that was her name. Like, that's not that's not the name she goes by. Yeah. Uh, 22 or 21 years old. And then she was she was with her boyfriend at the time, and she just kind of goes, uh, and turns around and walk like speed walks away. It doesn't matter that yeah. she's in a huge crowd of a thousand people. She feels yeah. personally targeted, and the basically the boyfriend later said that dude would not stop staring you down as we walked away. Jesus, and it was just a weird thing. And they they posted this story to try to find other to see if anybody else has gone through stuff like this. Yeah. There are some stories, uh, Nick Redfern's a paranormal researcher, he goes into, he got a, not a start, he got big in the field for his research on Men in Black, mm-hmm. 
and he recently, I say recently, but, you know, probably five years ago, put out a book called Women in Black, where it's the same archetype as the men in black, but women. And he, there are a lot of stories of the women in black basically knocking on your door, you open the door, and it's a lady in, like, a pantsuit, all black in the middle oh of summer. Oh, my God, it's Hillary Clinton. With too much makeup on <laughs> and what looks like a wig, and they say, oh, so-and-so, I hope your grandmother's doing okay. And then his phone, you know, your phone rings or whatever, and your grandmother's in the hospital, busted oh, her hip fuck. or something. You know, stories like that, and that fit that theme. Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. Uh, another one that I found here, it was, hey, a pretty similar setup to yours. I was in a large group of people at an event in a state I've never visited before. So they're, they're like speakers at this event, people talking. They don't specify any speci- uh, They don't specify what the event is, unfortunately. Yeah. But this old lady just shows up out of nowhere in the crowd and says, "Hey, is your grandmother's name blank? Uh, Beth." <laughs> and he's he just kind of like looks around. You can't see what I'm doing, but I'm just eyes back and yeah. forth, nods. Because he, first of all, this dude's super shy, like would never talk yeah. to anybody at these events. And she just smiled and walked away. Never said anything else. Just, is your grandma Beth? And this Walked is, this, this one still falls under the, the men in black phenomenon? No, no, no. Black? Oh, okay. No, no, this is just a, in the middle of, a, of an event. So one of the big things from, for me, and I, is, if this, if, is that story, is that it? Yeah, basically, she walked away. He didn't see her at all the rest of the like whole weekend. That's it. That's how so, a lot of these like, stories go. There's nothing that comes from One it. of the big things for me was I was like, you know, this guy got off a boat, and I remember them getting out, out of the boat. I remember them coming up out of the boat. And I, I afterwards, like, kind of processing through it that night, I was like, you know, maybe it was, like, my dialect. Like, maybe it was how I sounded. But, like... It, it it was just too too weird. Like even mm. if this guy was a fucking linguist, for him to know the city itself, like Salt Lake City, Utah, everybody could sound the same. I don't really know linguistics. Like the, interestingly it, enough, it could be that like they're able to break down exactly where, but the likelihood of that being Extr- in San Francisco, crazy, and him just saying crazy like, little. oh yeah, you're from here. Was like what the fuck? Like nobody would go to Taylorsville, Utah, to to look for anything. No, so, <laughs> fucking so nothing. There. Interestingly enough, I did run into a, a weird story that I wasn't gonna include, but with that that thought, basically this dude was uh, I don't remember the situation. They were in a car together or on the street together or something, and this older dude just says, "Do you believe in magic?" And he's like, eh. <laughs> "Yeah." And, I the, will and the guy starts say yes. to say he puts his hands up to his head. He's like, you're from this place, and he was within a 20-mile radius of where this guy was born. And then they're just talking, making small talk, and then he says, hold on. You moved here about 10 years ago. And he's like, it was nine years ago. <laughs> what the fuck? And and it, it, this conversation, he they end up sitting together at like a restaurant for like 45 minutes, and then at the end, the guy goes... I'm just fucking with you. I was a CIA linguist for 40 years. Yeah. I I just know I was I worked in this area cuz they were in Norway Jesus and he was Christ. an American. Yeah. And and it was like, yeah, I just I just worked in this area. I just knew I specifically studied 
the linguistics of yeah. where you lived. See, so like that kind of that, kind that was, that's of, a once in a lifetime. But I was I left Taylorsville when I was seven. Exactly. Yeah. And at that point, it would have been I was developing my speech and shit for fucking what? I was twenty one, fourteen years. Yeah. Away from Taylorsville, which I had never really gone back. We like. We moved from there. We had friends, but friends would always come visit us mm-hmm. at our new place rather than us going to Taylorsville because it was just too sketchy. My parents yeah. didn't like going there. So No, no. I, I don't think that's what oh, happened. Just, I don't think that's like, what happened. But I think it's weird that I did find a story. Yeah, that's always that that that's always what I've thought it was. And so anytime I hear of like, uh, like linguists or like speech studies or whatever – I'm like, yo, this shit intrigues me because because of that experience. But so the difference is this area in Norway had like a town every 20, yeah, 30 miles. Yeah. Like in Utah along that Wasatch Front, it is a continuous. Oh, yeah. It's just city thing. after so city. So you can't you city, can't yeah. say, "Oh, they got within 20 miles of the city" if they because had. it's the only city. Yeah, like, no, if you said tw- within 20 miles of Salt Lake, You'd have most of the population of Utah. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So. So I don't think it's that. No, I don't. I don't think it is either. But like, I've always, that's kind of always been the the, the answer out. for me. That I'm like, okay, like this. This is the only thing that really could make sense without it being some weird fucking phenomenon, which I struggle believing phenomenons. Yeah. To begin but with. I don't know. But that was kind of my justification for it. I was like, you know, that's probably what it was. Uh, well, well, so let's let's weird. get let's yeah. get deep. Let's see. What's the next one here? <clears throat> this one was a comment on a different post of a story that I was like, eh, it's kind of boring. But uh, this dude, his wife and kid were just leaving a restaurant, and they kind of came out of the the front, took a left, and there was just this kind of, they wrote, heavy set woman with long brown hair. And they, they'd never seen this person before. They were just going to walk past. But as they passed her, she looked at them and said, Hey, Ashley. And then she just continued walking and got into the restaurant. Ashley was the name of their daughter. Oh. And, or, you know, I'm making up the names, but. Yeah, yeah. Him and his wife looked at each other and they're like, uh, you guys know, like, do you know her? They looked at the daughter like, do you know who this was? And they were like. No, we have no idea. What the fuck? What happened? And this this was pre Facebook. Yeah, yeah. This is. It's not like. Yeah. This isn't. Let's not meet. Where you just get digitally stalked. I specifically tried to rule out most of that stuff. Let's see. This one. This one's a little. Longer. I was gonna say, if you want, we can talk about the one that your relative talked about. Like not all. yet, not yet. I wanna, okay. I wanna end on those. Okay. Because it kind of, you know, frames it from the other perspective. So, yeah. in this one, they were really, they were a little kid. They were probably five or six years old, so just starting school, like just barely. And their favorite thing to do was to answer the door when the doorbell rang with their parents. Oh, okay. So the doorbell rang. It's winter time. And she, I think it's a, I think it's a woman. So she runs downstairs with her mom. They answer the door and there's an old, like old lady in her eighties, like very old woman at the door. 
and it's so cold that the the mother's like, oh, come in, come in, come in. We can talk just in, you know, in the foyer. Yeah. Just because it's freezing outside. So the lady came in and just stared at the little girl. Oh, you invited in a vampire, bitch. Essentially. Yep. And <laughs> she says, uh, hello, Ruth. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> and the little girl, you know, doesn't remember a ton from this stage because it was so long ago. Yeah. But talking about the mother later was like, uh, hi. <laughs> um, and then she, she would ask questions like, oh, how's school been recently at, and she would name the school. Ooh. Or are you six years old being the correct age? Yeah. Asking a bunch of questions that just revealed that she knew a lot about this little girl. And it, it was things that a stranger wouldn't know. She wasn't like it couldn't have been a teacher because she just started school. Like, yeah, yeah. And it was more more information that she doesn't add. Apparently, that you wouldn't be able to get from as a teacher. Yeah, it's like, oh, how are how are like these dolls? Like, yeah, by, do by you their like name? your new dress? Yeah, kind of shit. Like, you that. know, just you know, weird weird shit. And. She started to get really creeped out as a kid, but it became more frightening, like, when she was 10 or 12, when yeah. she remembered it and asked her mom about it. And her, at this point, her mom was terrified, like, yeah. I need to get this woman out of my house. No joke. But eventually, the the woman just left, like, the conversation ended. It never ended up, she didn't ask for anything. Damn. She never made the purpose for her visit yeah. known. Oh, so they go upstairs weird. and talk to her dad about it. And he just said, oh, the lady probably had Alzheimer's and she was, you know, <laughs> just walking really around. good at guessing. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was more worried. Oh, maybe this lady has Alzheimer's and you just let her out into the snow. So he runs out there. It's been a minute and a half since she she's left. He's running the snow. Of, of course, she's not. It's yeah. a trope. She's not there. Uh, I don't... So, like... I don't like hearing about them disappearing. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. Oh, really? All, like, I've got yeah, a lot of that. man. Like, all, all of these, like, you talk about them, and, and it's like, oh, they just kind of come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I saw these guys come up, but then I just remember us leaving and then turning back and not seeing them mm-hmm. and it, I don't like it like mm-hmm. it That's makes me uncomfortable common. in all of these where they went after them they were gone in See, in a couple of seconds and I don't like that like cause it was one where I was so fucked up about it and I remember walking forward and just thinking like yo how the fuck did he know and like it's not like I'm just gonna go blinders and be like don't look at him. Don't look at him. Like, I was going to look back. And I remember looking back mm-hmm. and not seeing him because I was like, oh, maybe I can get one more glance and recognize him and talk to my family. And my family will go, oh, yeah, that was fucking Mr. Jones or some shit. Yeah. But, like, looked back. And it wasn't like he had anything that was distinct about him. Like, he That's was just another a common one. He Average was, dude. He was just a dude. Like, mm-hmm. just an old, old skinny white man. Not super old. Probably, like late late 60s maybe looked like a rich dude khaki pants fucking button up blue shirt white hair no facial hair normal looking dude generic yeah and i don't fucking know anything outside of that and i hate it so that yeah as i was saying it's that is a common thing and to me that implies okay maybe there is some kind of phenomenon going on because this is common in in legends and cultures 
from uh, I, I was reading this. I didn't actually get the source because I cruised past it trying to find these stories from ancient stories, ancient folklore, people yeah. showing up, telling you stuff, especially with old fae folklore, even pre that kind of stuff, like Mesopotamian type stuff. There are stories of people showing up, an old hag showing up on your doorstep, telling you about yourself, things that nobody else would know, and then you turn around and they're gone. So either there, it is a phenomenon that's been going on for a long time, or they purposely hid, because how else would they be gone that fast unless they were trying to get out of your sight? Uh, either one's creepy, right? Yeah, and I mean, uh, it just, it fucks me up, and... It, it just makes me feel so uncomfortable. And before, like, I've always kind of thought of it as just, like, one of those weird fucking stories. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, the last last few years, I'm just – it it's one of those things that just eats at me that I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? What – who was that guy? Like, well, there's, there's an entire other happen? viewpoint of this. I specifically went for more generic stories, not from people trying to connect it in with the phenomena. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to do that. And there's an entire subsection of stories of guardian angels doing very similar things, which I don't necessarily believe in, but that's how people that's live together. He was watching out for me because he knew I almost drowned in that person's pool. Yeah. And he that's was why like, I had the boat. If I park my boat here, D can't walk off the <laughs> fucking pier uh, my, and drown in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, there's another phenomenon that I... M- think is more realistic is agent of death reaper stuff people will you know around dying family members they will have weird people come into the hospital room and and say oh so and so is going to be fine or whatever not even necessarily talking about the dead person the dead yeah. person, dying person and then they'll, they'll walk in and say oh i hope blah 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 you know whatever personal information that nobody else would know and then they walk out, they go to the nurse's station and say, who the fuck was that dude? And he's like, who? You know, that, that uh, kind of thing. Yeah. So there's a reaper kind of thing where where this happens a lot around people who will die soon. Oh, well, that's comforting. That's Thank useful, you. right? Yes, of course. <laughs> so this happened in D this dies one. at the end. I did die. I flatlined that day. Yep. I didn't finish my story. Uh, AJ cut me off. Yeah, you, you fell into an inch of water. <laughs> and you couldn't use your arms because you were moving your legs. <laughs> So this one, uh, this dude was, this is a creepy one. About 2004, he was uh, 17, in his old hometown, waiting for the parents to pick him up outside of a friend's house. And this dude, so it's late. He's sitting at a bench, like under a streetlight. And this dude just shows up out of the night and starts making small talk. And the this guy just assumed, oh, it's probably some drunk tourist or whatever. Yeah. Who, who the fuck knows? And eventually this guy says, oh, hey, how's Tom? Uh, how's your, how, how's Tom doing after he broke his leg? Earlier that week, his brother, his brother oh, had broken his what? leg and his brother's name was Tom. The fuck? And they're like, okay, that, that's weird. But it is outside his friend's house. But, so he, he said, he, he basically said, how do you know about that? And the guy just kind of laughs and walks away. Uh, I dream of being like that, that mysterious old man. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't. <laughs> So they, he was like, okay, that's, that's fucking weird. Two years later, he's working in a theater in a different town entirely. Yeah. And there's this guy walked in, ordered, uh, some popcorn and a soda, you know, going to go watch a movie. And this guy says, oh, did you buy the, your, uh, Mitsubishi Magna yet? 
And he says, no, that's weird. Because he was looking into buying a used Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi Magna in what 2006. It's a type of car. And they're like, huh? That's weird. And he was really confused. Um, and he said, it's important. And he said, no, I have not bought this Mitsubishi Magna. Why do you know about this? And he just smiles and then walks out with his popcorn and soda. He doesn't even watch a movie. Don't forget to buy it. And then he he was uh, telling one of the coworkers about it. He's like, this is fucking weird. Did he buy the... When he remembered, wait, that looked exactly like that dude Ooh. two years yeah. ago. Did he end up buying the car, though? He did end up buying the car. Okay, good. He ended up buying the Mitsubishi Magna. So that's good. Yeah. Hopefully that is what the car is called and not a typo, because I don't fucking know. Ah, you're good. I don't know either. So apparently, um, again, a couple of years later, he's uh, he's at a restaurant and this dude, like sitting at the bar at the restaurant, and same dude just walks up, sits next to him, says hi, stands up, and then walks out. That's it. No conversation. Just <laughs> the fuck? walks into the restaurant is seated at the bar. Hello. And then leaves. He gets up and leaves. Weird as shit. Yeah. So another time, this was about 2012. So it's been eight years since the first time. And he's at home. And let me see. Let me make sure. I, I missed one one little thing. Uh, so he he's outside of his house. Like in his yard. Yeah. And this dude walks up, same dude, looks the exact same over the same eight years, and just says, hey, have you met Lucas yet? Fuck. And he, at this point, he's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Why do you keep showing up? Who are you? Who the fuck is Lucas? Why do you know where I live? Yeah, and he keeps pointing him in a direction. Like, what is going on? And he just says, it's not important. I just want to know if you've met Lucas. And he says, get the fuck off my property. Never yeah. talk to me again. So far, he hasn't met Lucas. Uh-oh. So who knows? Maybe, maybe that was Lucas. <gasps> but he was too angry to take the moment <laughs> so time to get to know Lucas. Funnily enough, the first comment under it is, maybe next time you meet him, don't be a complete ass. Yeah. And he's like, well, I, I understand I where mean, you're coming yeah, from. You're fucking Being an that. ass. Because this is an uncomfortable situation, yeah, but I mean, maybe don't. He probably is like, yo, this guy keeps fucking stalking me and shit. Yeah. Um, another one. Well, so I, I reached out to some some other friend, some friends, some family members, and I'm like, hey, you guys hear of anything like this? Um, so this story is kind of from the other side. Yeah. Which is and I heard I heard her talk about it too. Yeah, so she is very good at trusting her gut. Taught me to trust my gut a lot. So always trust your gut. So she just says one day she she woke up and she basically needed to get to Idaho. Uh, her husband she, was she working like a, a man with a dog. That yeah, in a dream in or something. Yeah, that's it. That's all she had. She had a dream. And she just knew she needed to get go to Idaho and meet a man with a dog. I think it was a red collar and a piece of rope for the leash. I don't know if that's a detail I'm making up, though. Um, so she can't drive there because husband needs the car for work and school. I think school. Yeah. 
Um, so she convinces her extremely religious mother, very LDS mother, to basically go on a little road trip with her. Yeah. Luckily, that that's where her mother was from, is in that is in southern Idaho. So they're like, okay, let, let's go check it out, and didn't really tell her why. But they, they get in the car, and they just drive. They're just going for hours. And they, you know, they stop at a gas station to fuel up and pee and all that stuff. And just sitting outside the gas station is this dude, exactly like she saw in her dream, with the dog, sitting there eating a gas station, probably a, a nice warm egg salad sandwich. Oh, God. And, and she walks up and just pops her right into her mind, into her brain. She says, don't get into the car. Don't get in. Into the don't go with truck. the person with the blue truck. Yeah. Don't go with the person with the blue truck. I, I just drove from Buckass, Utah. She, she was a little more specific, but you know. And I don't know why, but I was told to come up here to meet you. I was told to come up here to meet you. Yeah. And he puts down a sandwich, and says, "The ride that I just hitched, I just hitched a ride with somebody who's filling up." A blue truck right now and he, he says thank you and and walks away and then she goes home and that's it <laughs> like how weird would that be yeah, dude. if i was just sitting at a gas station hitchhiking somewhere getting you know getting rides and i'm just sitting there and i'm eating a sandwich and a crazy woman from utah walks up to me and says don't get in that car and i had just been talking to somebody to get into this exact yeah color and make of the car yeah just it's just it's fucking weird like it, really weird and and i so i trust odd. this person entirely they're not making this up i've heard this story multiple times and it's always been consistent yeah throughout my life so yeah it's you know it's just fucking weird oh uh, it's strange i need to pee so it's, bad it's a very very odd phenomenon yeah and it's something that we should you know continue if you guys have any stories like that i just yeah a diet yeah. cock Please share them. I I love it when we accidentally stumble upon a thing that is a demonstrated yeah. phenomenon. Like like if like you told the me shadow oh, people. That yeah. When we got that guy that responded out of nowhere, I didn't know. Yeah. Who was. On the tweeter. Yeah. When we had like two followers. Um, now we have four. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have any like, even if it doesn't quite line up with this, if you have a story that you don't fucking know an answer to. If Reach anything weird to happens to you, tell us. Because if it's weird, we're if, happy to check it out and be like, hey, what the yeah, fuck? We'll look into is it. Is this a normal thing? Like, if, yeah, has this happened before? Is this an identifiable phenomena? And maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll help you kind of come to terms with it. Yeah. Like, please. Not me. It didn't no, help no, me at all. No, it makes it now, worse for you. Now I just have more questions. Yeah. But isn't <laughs> it so weird how it's odd. this happens? I've heard so many stories. The, the bad part is in... These very specific phenomena. I like breaking everything down to be extremely specific in how they're identified. Yeah. It kind of makes all the stories the same. You know, like, I could tell you 20 stories right now of almost the exact same thing that happened to you. Yeah. But it would be really boring podcast content (laughs) because they're all the same story. Yeah. It's so-and-so shows up into a, a state. It's always... Almost always in a new place. Yeah. It's a place Meet, they're not familiar meets with. Meets a person. Meets somebody. They say something, something creepy, extremely personal, that they wouldn't have any way to know, even if they were stalking them and on then social moves media. On. And then they leave, they turn around to see them, and they're gone. Yeah. It's, it's fucking weird. It's, so, it's awesome. I love it. By all means, if you have stories like that, um, 
reach out to us. Type it up, even if you only have like a couple. If it's too long to type out, if you don't want to type out, I will we happily will get, on, get on a call. Yeah, with we'll you. get on a call with you. We we have ways of uh like doing little recordings where both of us can talk to you and shit. So without us getting your number and everything. Yeah, yeah, no, completely anonymous. Like, yeah. like we send you a link. You set up an account through there. You yep. can use a dummy throwaway. If you don't want to be known, totally fine. Yeah, just have a microphone and like a headset and. Yeah. And we'll and we'll talk to you. Like yeah. we can do this completely anonymously. Type it up that way. Let us know you want to do a call. Whatever. Um, we're intrigued by this stuff. Obviously, this isn't going to be the show forever. No, no. We we only but, do one of these episodes every every couple. It's cool shit, and we like talking about some weird, funky, cool shit. Yeah. Um, it's so about yeah. history. This happened in your history. Yeah. D's history. And this has happened throughout history. Yeah. <laughs> so, there. There. Yeah, it's we did on it. brand. We, we we tied it in a circle. Um, so we tied that balloon. Yeah, up. right. Oh God. So big shout out and thank you to those of you who support us on Patreon. Toddle Waddle, um, Dark Runner, D's Nuts. It ain't me. Haley and Nordic Thunder. We really really appreciate you guys. And soon Josh. Yeah, and soon Josh. Um, if you would like to get a little bit more content, we're actually putting it out there. Good for us. I just posted it before we um, started recording. We do a little side show called Sloppy Seconds where it's kind of like this entire episode. Uh, we just kind of bullshit, talk about whatever we want We want to. Um, current oh. events, random yeah. shit, just chit-chat, shorter episodes. If you're new. If you're new. If this is your first episode, how many episodes have we put out of the main show? Like, uh, we're in like 70 something. Yeah. We have a lot of episodes. Something? I don't know. Go, even if this one wasn't your cup of tea, go, go back, look around. I know the titles are trash, but sometimes I add a little <laughs> amendment <laughs> if it's been a couple of months and kind of say what it is just because we are bad at titles, but you know, stick around, try a couple more episodes out. You might find something you like if you don't. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for trying at least like, yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention that. Like, we have a lot of episodes we I was have, looking yeah, through. We We've been doing this for, lot. what, two years now? Yeah, almost, almost. two years. Two September? years, uh, nah. Two years, the end of this month was when we recorded our very first episode. That's when we recorded, not when we put it out, though. Yeah, but All right, we, we'll go for we also recorded a fuck ton in August 2019, remember? Yeah. So we built up cash before we started. So Yeah, yeah you're right. So uh, we've been doing yeah. this for a minute. Yeah, check this shit out. It's they're not always like this episode, but if you do like this episode, we have some that are kind of similar. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, huge shout out to to those of you on Patreon. If you're not on Patreon, but you've reached out before, huge shout out to you as well. Um, find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure. Always, 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 always feel free to give us feedback or just shoot us a message and say hello. Talk to us about our day. What Music recommendations. Oh, always send uh, Cool pictures of historic shit in your hometown. Yeah. Weird stuff that you've, Whatever. you've yeah, heard like, or we seen. Love it. Reach out and uh, we will catch you guys next Monday.